You are listening to the Her Money Matters Podcast, Episode 24. Welcome to the Her Money Matters Podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real-life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. This is Jen Hempel. Welcome to yet another episode. I've got some good stuff for you today, or at least I think is good stuff. I really hope that you enjoy it. And I am not going to really give you advice, but rather I'm just going to share you some some of my thoughts, uh, some of my reflections of just some money lessons that I have learned over the years, and hopefully it's of help and of value to you. To you. So I'm going to share you with you nine lessons, a total of nine lessons that include from um, why I learned to not completely upgrade uh, the lifestyle when there's an increase in income. I've also learned how you don't have to follow financial experts' advice to the T and what I mean by that. I'm also going to share with you a little bit why it's okay, why I learned it's okay not to coupon. And of course, there's six other ones that I'm going to share, but I wanted to just give you an inside uh, scoop or inside peek as to what we're going to talk about. And before I get into that, I wanted to share with you, I think, what I consider great news. I created about a little over a year ago what I call my money and time saving cheat sheet, which I provide is just basically if you go to my website, it is literally clear, just right uh, front and center where you can see it as just my main uh, freebie that I offer people that come to my website. So I've created this and I also ask for some feedback just to make sure it's helpful, it's clear, if maybe there was something that was missing, those type of things. Because the cheat sheet is pretty in-depth. It's not long as in 40 pages, but in-depth in the sense of that you're not going to sit there and fill it out. Uh, you're not going to be able to complete this just in five, 10 minutes. Uh, it's something that uh, you're going to take some time in uh thinking through and working through it. So it is simplified, but at the same time, it's in depth. So I forget to uh, just really check the survey answers. I, I don't get the notifications, so I just naturally forget. And I realized recently that I hadn't checked them in a while. So I was really in awe of the kind words. I don't have any names to give a shout out to, uh, but I, for those who have filled out that survey, I really, really want to thank you because your all your feedback, uh, I take it seriously, constructive, uh, kind words, uh, whether maybe you didn't like it, those type of things. So I wanted to share with you some of the feedback that I got, not to toot my own horn, but to share, show you that this resource is one, it's out there for you. And two, that people have had success that others have found it valuable. So in case that is something that is of interest to you, I'll share with you at the end of the episode how you can get your hands on that, even though I already told you it's front and center on my website. So let me go ahead and read some of the feedback that I got on this money and time saving cheat sheet. 
So one was that she was hoping for something else, but yet learning about mindsets was huge and definitely an area that she is working to improve. Uh, another person's talked about how the cheat sheet has helped me get my act together. I appreciate your work really great. And then another person said um, she didn't know where the improvement was needed, but, um, and she felt that it says, I think you've created an invaluable resource and definitely recommend it to any friends needing some direction. So again, I wanted to share that with you, not to toot my own horn, even though those words are awesome and, and mean a lot to me. But to share with you that one, this resource is available, it's free, is out there for you, and that ha- people ha- have had found have found it valuable. My, my goodness, I think I added another word in there. Now let's go ahead and get to the lessons today. So again, there are nine lessons that I have learned over the years, and I'm going to just share you some thoughts, some reflections as well on them. So lesson number one is to never fully upgrade your living with pay increases. That is something that we have found ourselves doing. So, uh, you know, my husband, let's say he gets an increase of promotion an increase in income. And somehow we find ourselves all of a sudden living on that income versus living on the income we were living on before and we were living comfortably. So there's nothing wrong with treating yourself, especially if there's a promotion, if there's an increase in income, but don't upgrade completely, especially when you have other goals that you want to achieve. Now I've made, or we've made, I shouldn't say I, because we're a team, but we've made this mistake, I would say three times in the course of our marriage. That we are no longer making this statement, this mistake, fortunately. So that is a lesson number one, just to never fully upgrade your living with pay increases, just to continue living on your previous income, especially if you were living comfortably and your needs were met and just use the extra mother, other the extra money on the other financial goals that you are trying to achieve. Not lesson number two is to get over the guilt for the things you want. You have to get out of your own way. You have to know you're worth it. I'm really, it's, it's a daily struggle at times. I'm still working on this because uh, sometimes, you know, there are some times where I have no problem splurging on me, whether I go uh, get my nails done or things like that. But other times I do have the guilt because as women, as we know, we're the nurturer. So we want to take care of others before we take care of ourselves. So that's that's where the guilt comes in. If I want to do something for me, I think, well, maybe I should use this money, money for the kids instead or, or other items that other things that come to mind. But having said that, you do have to differentiate what I have found is in the guilt of spending on yourself versus the guilt of knowing you were going to go over what was intended for in your money plan. So yes, get over the guilt for the uh, things you want. You do have to get out on your own way, but you definitely have to differentiate in between the guilt on spending for yourself versus the guilt of knowing that you shouldn't really be spending that that money because the money isn't there or because it's not within your budgeted amount. 
Lesson number three is that really money experts don't know everything and you don't have to follow their advice to the T. I've learned this over the years because I personally have followed their advice to the T and have gotten some results, but I still felt like I was getting nowhere. And I realized, one, they don't really know our wants and desires. They're not sitting there in front of you having this conversation about what your personal um, needs are, what your wants are, where you want to be, right? Uh, So they really don't know everything. (laughs) So I gave myself the permission to take what worked and use it and tweak what I needed and just make it work for us. And that has worked fantastic. Uh, This has evolved to what I've called a virtual money method that I use. And I actually recently did a class on this and I'd be happy to, for it's, it's no longer available, but I'd be happy for the next time if you want to attend a class. And if I offer that again, which I'm sure I will, uh, just I'll uh, be sure to offer, um, share the link in the show notes as to how you can get notified for the next class. Lesson number four is to not get stuck in the past. You you don't want to get stuck thinking on the money you just lost. Let's say you lost some money, uh, you spent some money that you weren't supposed to, or maybe you have to um, tap into the savings uh, that you worked really, really hard to build up and now it's dwindled down and there's nothing there. I got stuck in that. I got stuck thinking in the past. I got stuck thinking of like, well, we had all this money saved up and now this happened and now it's gone. Uh, Life is life. Move on. You can make more money. And you can definitely save more money. I've learned that. And it's okay because it's not the end of the world. After that savings dwindle down, you are still here, right? So the world is still moving on. You also need to move on with it and start saving again. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. That's, that's all it, and you just have to get over it. Lesson number five that I had a hard time is that you don't have to coupon to save money. You don't have to cut and clip coupons and use that as a method to save money. I definitely feel guilty about that. I use them when I conveniently had them, but I personally do not like looking and clipping coupons. It's just not me. I love it that others do it and save money with it. And that's great. But I realize that if you don't like to clip coupons, it's okay. There's other ways that you can save. And I have found other ways that I can save. So other ways that I have found to save is just making sure all the money, all the money is accounted for and getting clear on what we wanted and what it took to get there. Uh, Another way to save was really automating the savings, treating it like a bill. And also just looking at the expenses and seeing where maybe we could spend less on. Lesson number five is really to have fun with your money. Life is not just about working to make that money so you can save that money so you can get out of debt. Yes, uh, you can save 
pay off debt and have fun too. In fact, I think that's so important. It's possible. You don't want to get stuck in a in the rut of not of saying that you can't have fun because you are overwhelmed with the debt or maybe with the bills or things of that sort. You got you if you think it's possible, you're gonna find a way. You also have to be clear what I have found is what on what that fun looks like, what it costs, and how that fits into your money plan. That's what I have learned. Lesson number seven is to be giving. Maybe money is tight, but Nothing is ever too little in the terms of giving. Something is better than nothing. I have learned that. Those are some wise words from my husband that he has stressed over the years. Something is better than nothing. What may be small to you can be huge to someone else. The feeling that you give from giving is like nothing else. And it really helps you. I know it's helped me increase that sense of abundance and getting rid of that lack mentality. Lesson number eight is a big one is to always be aware of those money stories you're telling yourself. This was actually something I didn't know anything about how it was affecting me until I met my husband. And he is, and he's, he was, and he still is a free spirit. And money wasn't something ever that really worried him, so to speak. Uh, he basically did what he wanted. And of course, within reasoning, but his thought process was that he could always work to make more money. So that So that's why he didn't worry, because in his mind, well, I'll just work and make more money and that's it. I didn't understand this because I always had this deep urgency to save and had a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt about spending, which has definitely bettered over the years. But it made me really think about why this was when I saw my husband not worried about the money because in his mind, he just had to work more. And then I saw myself and I realized that it was this urgency that I had to save and I had this guilt around money. I really, I was started looking back around my childhood and how I grew up. And I realized that there was a lack mentality in the mindset of never having enough money Uh, because we don't have enough money was something I heard over and over again. And you may have heard this already if you've uh, heard some of my other podcast episodes, but I realized this affected me by the need of having to save all the time, which there's definitely nothing wrong in saving and I definitely encourage it, but I was just afraid to spend it because then it could mean that I didn't have enough. So you saw, you see what happened, right? Because of what I heard and experienced growing up, I was afraid of not having money, which caused me to put, to be put in the cycle of always saving and being afraid and having guilt around uh, spending. And once I became aware of that, I was able to change things. Granted, it's not an overnight fix. It's something that you honestly continuously work on on a daily basis, just because you grew up around that, it's nothing that's going to go away fully. It's something that you have to uh, work on daily. And the final lesson that I've learned is to keep dreaming. That is something that as adults, 
uh, we don't always do enough of. And for a while, I didn't realize, honestly, that I stopped dreaming, probably because of the struggles my family experienced, the losses, uh, all the all the financial burdens and um, struggles. But once I was aware of that, my money story, my the background uh, of what was going on and this, what I grew up, how I grew up around money, I realized I was in charge of, uh, of my own story. I couldn't let others or my past story take control of my current life because I was in charge. I was the writer of the story and I wanted to be the author of it. And so that means I was in control and I finally allowed myself to be that and let that happen. And let me tell you, that's a huge help. But of course, you have to make sure that you're aware of how you grew up around the money, what you heard, what you saw, what you experienced, all that good stuff. So that is lesson number nine is to keep dreaming. So those are the lessons that I have learned over the years. I hope uh, this has been helpful to you and a value uh, to you. So I'm going to recap real quick what these lessons were. Lesson number one is to never upgrade upgrade your living uh, with pay increase or fully upgrade your living. Uh, It's okay to treat yourself, but just use that extra money towards those financial goals. Lesson number two is to get over the guilt for things you want. It's really not worth it at all. Lesson number three, the money experts or the money gurus don't know everything specifically for your needs and you don't have to follow their advice to the T because guess what? Personal finance is personal. It's unique to every person. Lesson number four was uh, to not get stuck in the past. It doesn't do you any good. And always remember that phrase that the present is a gift. Lesson number five is you don't have to clip coupons to save money. There are definitely other ways to save. Lesson number six is six is to have fun with your money. You're really only on this earth for so long. So enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Lesson number seven is to be giving. It gives you a sense of abundance and what you give, even though to you is just a small amount or what you feel is a small amount that can make such a huge difference to someone else. And uh, lesson number eight is to always be aware of the money stories you're telling yourself. They definitely affect you more than you realize. And number nine, the last lesson that I've learned, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's other lessons, but these are the ones that I come up with is to keep driving because you are definitely the captain of your ship. You are director of your, the director of your movie and the author of your book. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know. I would love, love to hear from you. Let me know what money lessons you have learned over the years. And you can do that by going to today's show notes. And I'll tell you in a little bit where to find that uh, and comment there and let me know what are your top lessons that you have learned, because I'd really love to hear with you. I like to engage uh, with you and get to know you. So we are wrapping it up here. If you want to get your hands on the money and time-saving cheat sheet that I mentioned earlier, the way you can do it is, if you're not driving, <laughs> is to text the word, all one word, Jen's cheat sheet. 
So Jen's cheat sheet, there's no grammar as far as apostrophe, just Jen's cheat sheet all together, all one word, 233444. Or just simply, especially for my international listeners, just go to today's show notes. Uh, It will be in there. And you can um, just find it, as I mentioned, front and center as you go to my website, but it will be in today's show notes under the resources for this particular episode as well. So that is a wrap for today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune in to the show, today's show. Be sure you can check out the show notes for the links, all that good stuff at jenhemphill.com forward slash 24. And we will talk again next Thursday.